This episode of My Feminine Heart was filmed on location at CGA Law Firm in York, Pennsylvania. Welcome to My Feminine Heart. I am your host, Cassandra Storm, and on today's podcast, we have the incredibly talented bankruptcy attorney, Haley Rohrbaugh. Well, welcome, Haley. Thank you for having me. Now, we are here on location at CGA Law Firm in York, PA, where Haley is based, and she can help anyone who is in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania deal with credit card debt, medical debt, any kind of debt, preventing debt or wiping the slate clean afterwards, correct? Yes, ma'am. And if you ever need an attorney that is not in the state of Pennsylvania, if you are listening from somewhere else in the country or globe, you can still feel free to call her for a referral. I'd like to share your contact information up front in today's podcast. Haley, how can people get in touch with you if they have questions about about money? My direct line is 717-718-8336. My email is hrohrbaugh, R-O-H-R-B-A-U-G-H at cgalaw.com. Either one of those, I can talk to you or give you a referral. Awesome. Well, one of the things that we want to talk about in today's podcast leading off is um, you have mentioned in other podcasts the companies that are out there that are debt consolidators. Um, Some of those, honestly, they seem a little skeezy and a little sleazy. Uh, you know, what can you tell us about that? Are there good companies out there? Is this a bad idea overall? What do you know about debt consolidators? Generally, they are not successful in resolving your debt. Uh, I will not say that about every case. I'm sure there are some people out there who it has worked for, but I have so many clients who come to me after working with a company like that for about a year and discovering nothing's happened. So typically their business model is that you pay them hundreds of dollars a month for them to settle your debts. This is one business model. And they tell you over and over again, we're not advising you to stop making your payments on your debts. But essentially, that's what they are having you do because you can't afford, if you can't already afford your credit card debt and you're calling them and they're having you pay hundreds of dollars a month in addition to your credit card debt, how are they helping you? Not really. Uh, Honestly, it, it... I don't understand how they actually would be successful in doing something like that. So there's one business model. They tell you, pay us hundreds of dollars a month. We'll work on your debts one by one, get them settled, and you'll pay a certain portion of those debts out of our monthly fees, essentially. In doing that, you discover they're not doing anything or taking the steps to settle your debt and you're getting further and further behind in credit card debt. So by the time you find out they're not being successful in helping you, you can't get caught up because at this point the minimum payments are three, four times what they were previously because now you have interest, you have late fees. So that is why that business model is not successful. There are companies who will consolidate your debt so you get debt out and they pay all of your credit cards and then you have one payment. 
but it's usually about the same amount of interest. So again, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. You're not really getting out of anything. You're just giving all of your money to this one company rather than having it go to all those- 10 different companies. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how they're ever successful with that business model other than, hey, give us your money and your interest rather than sending it out. It makes it easier for people because they only need to remember one payment, but it doesn't save any money in the long run. And again, if you can't afford to make your minimum payments on your credit cards as they are, and if that's all you're able to afford is minimum payments, you're paying it forever at 25% interest. If you can't put anything toward the principal extra, you're just going to be in this vicious cycle. So that is why these companies usually aren't successful, and I get clients who have tried those out for a year or so and it just doesn't work and now they're worse off than they were before when someone comes to meet with me and we decide they're filing a bankruptcy in that moment they stop making their credit card payments i advise them you need to stop now because uh if you have seen any of our other podcasts we talked about preferential payments you're actually not really supposed to be paying any of your creditors leading up to a bankruptcy oh really so it is a legal uh it's legal advice that i give everyone but people kind of think why would i stop paying my debts well first of all you're throwing your money in the garbage if you're going to end up filing bankruptcy That is how I justify people paying my bills. What's my bill? Typically, it's about $1,500 to file a bankruptcy up front. So if you're paying $500 a month, for example, in minimum payments, I say just stop making those payments for a few months. There's my fees right there. Mm -hmm. You'll never make those payments again because you're getting a discharge from those debts. So we give a viable, justifiable way to pay fees versus companies who say, well, send us $500 a month and we'll see what we can do for you. And by the way, you need to keep paying your credit cards while we do this. And where do you get the money at that point? So I, I don't know how they're ever successful. I've never heard a success story from a debt consolidation company or these settlement companies. I don't know. That's why I don't do it, to be honest. I don't I, I can't see any way that they would be successful. Now, do I help people work out debts outside of bankruptcy? Absolutely. If they are not at a point where a bankruptcy makes sense for them, uh, or if they have to pay everyone back anyway and maybe I can get some better deals, okay. But bankruptcy is such a good program that for the most part, it makes sense for for everyone to do. It stops interest, it stops penalties, it discharges outright so many debts that you all of a sudden have breathing room in your budget that you never had before. So it's, it's a fresh start. You've really taught me so much about money and debt. Uh, in regards to bankruptcy. I mean, the way that you speak so passionately about it, it's like you've, in the way I was raised, bankruptcy was a last resort and it was shameful and it was whispered, oh, well, that person declared bankruptcy. And what you have taught me is, no, it's 
life-affirming. It's life-changing. It can completely turn everything for you around, and it really isn't as horrible as people think it is. It's not. It's. I love the program, and like you said, I'm passionate about it. You can tell the way I talk about it because I can see the way that it changes people's lives. And you've heard me talk about Milton Hershey, yep. for example. We mm-hmm. live about an hour from Hershey, the chocolate capital of the world. Well, Milton Hershey filed bankruptcy three times before he built his empire. He just didn't give up. He uh, And they were all from candy shops. He just <laughs> kept trying to start a candy shop, and it didn't work out for him. And to protect his assets so that he could take on his next dream, he filed bankruptcy. And without doing that, we wouldn't have Hershey. We wouldn't have Hershey Park and all of the chocolate in the world that we have from here. Uh, wouldn't exist. Well, and more importantly, we wouldn't have uh, the Hershey School. Exactly. The School for Children, which has like a billion dollar endowment and houses and educates children who are orphans. Yeah, see, I'm yeah. focusing on the candy. She focuses on the children. On the children. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Milton yeah. Hershey has had such an impact on so many people's lives. And when you think of him, you don't think of a bankrupt, destitute person. You think of a very successful man who built an empire. He basically defines Pennsylvania and put us on the map. And here, he filed three times. We, we could talk about Trump. He's the president, and he's filed bankruptcy. Now, there are other issues with him, but he never, you know, he, he's the president. I, I don't know. I don't want to talk about Trump. But Milton <laughs> Hershey is yeah. uh, more of the person who I think I would like my clients to think of if they're going into this. I get a lot of business clients who will file personally to deal with their personal debt so that they can just filter more of their disposable income into their business, which is a lot of what Milton Hershey was doing. So it's, yeah, the stigma is not as uh, rampant as it was back in the day. After we had our big recession, bankruptcy is more common. Probably 90% of people you come into contact every day with have either met with a bankruptcy attorney, considered bankruptcy, or had some sort of financial issue, if not 100%. We've all been through it. This is just a method and a very smart one to avoid years and years of struggle. I get those people who come to me after five, 10 years of struggling and go, why didn't I talk to you a decade ago? Why, yeah. I, I would have avoided so many sleepless nights if I would have just sat down and talked with you. Well, and let me ask you this, what does it cost to talk to you, to have a conversation? Because some people, they don't even know. They don't know what the possibilities are for them. They don't even know if you can help. Well, if we gave free consultations, we would be meeting with people all day long and never get any of our work done. We also go along with the philosophy of you get what you pay for. And we also put it on our clients to take this very seriously. So for all of those reasons, we do charge a consultation fee. And mine is $175. So it's not a huge investment to come talk 
and get put on the right path. Mm -hmm. And you never have to talk to me again after that. If you do, that consultation fee actually goes toward your other fees. It's not in addition to. It's just Mm -hmm. a credit toward your other fees. This keeps us from meeting with people who really are price shopping or just kind of not serious about it. We want our clients to take it very seriously and uh, find it important what we're doing. So we do charge a consultation fee. Frankly, if you are going to a bankruptcy attorney with a free consultation that they advertise, I would think twice. I do give people free consultations if they are absolute direct referrals Mm -hmm. or if they qualify for pro bono services through MedPen Legal Services. I represent a lot of pro bono clients. How does somebody become pro bono with MedPen Legal Services? So they're down here on Market Street in downtown New York, PA, but every... I know we're talking to people probably all around the country, all around the world. Every bar association will have some way to get approved for free legal services if you qualify. So somebody should Google the local (laughs) bar association. Yes, it is through the local bar association. There might be uh, nonprofit organizations who aren't affiliated, but uh, mostly you'll get that information through your local bar association. Or the courthouse, I believe, will refer people to MedPen Legal Services. Here, you can walk in Mm -hmm. and just apply right there or you can call or apply online there is a uh, threshold maximum gross income that you have to make well something below that to qualify and it is very low i think here you have to make less than like seventeen hundred and ninety dollars a month or something like that it's it's a low number but someone who's just on social security someone who's on unemployment, uh, social security disability, most likely they're gonna qualify for something like that. Um, We can actually get the filing fee for a bankruptcy waived for pro bono clients. Wow. And we can get the credit counseling services that are required for bankruptcy free for pro bono clients. So it really, we use a lot of resources for people who really truly cannot afford it. Uh, Basically our $1,500 fee is their entire income for the month. So it just doesn't make sense. Um, But those people are not able to afford minimum credit card payments or medical bills either. So how do they get out of it when they can't afford attorney's fees? Will you get approved? For pro bono services and people like CGA law firm, um, I volunteer for it. Not every attorney has to do pro bono services. I volunteer for it, and honestly, they're my favorite cases. Really, yeah. and you so you still find a way to get paid when you're doing pro. Oh bono. no, we don't get we don't get paid for that. Not by the client. Not by anyone. How do you make money? Not from the paying clients who from don't qualify for pro bono so there's, services there's no to be honest there's no trick out there you're there's not, no trick you're not no. taking on a pro bono client and they are still going to have to pay so much money and you're tacking on at the end of that nope. like this is truly like from your heart it's free it's absolutely free services and as long as they qualify for it fine you have the biggest Wonderful. heart oh my goodness those are my favorite they're the most appreciative 
Yep. I think the most mm-hmm. grateful uh, people have been through a lot in their lives are usually the kindest and the most appreciative. And that is certainly my pro bono clients. So, but I, I love all my clients, to be honest. You know that. I, I just, mm-hmm. um, every one of my clients, it doesn't matter if they're a little rough around the edges. Uh, I don't care. Okay, I just we live in a blue collar town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, most people here worked for Harley Davidson or Caterpillar before Cat moved. I'm know. a blue collar person at heart, and so am I. I've like, moved we were both into raised the white that way. Yeah. <laughs> Born blue, <laughs> yes. raised blue, worked into white. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really, I mean, I have had a client who's a surgeon. I have had a client who's. A little old lady living on social security. There is no, I give them the same service no matter where they are in the income spectrum. And their cases are so different. It's like a puzzle for me to put together. And I really enjoy that, to be honest, because I know how to do it. Well, you know, and it's funny, there's a couple things that you mentioned that I just think about for my own career, because I have so little that I can offer in terms of the knowledge of bankruptcy and credit card debt, which is why I come to you as the expert to share this on our show. Um, But you know, when you talk about that magic number of 175 to as your consultation fee, Back when I used to do weddings, and as a photographer, I did over 200. Well, my studio, my team of photographers and I, over 200 weddings in my 20s. And it was the same thing that I hear you talking about with your um, with other people doing free consultations. Yeah. So I always used to be, I used to always have a table at wedding shows. And you always knew who the sleazy wedding vendors were because they'd be snapping their fingers and they'd be going, no money down, you can book me for your wedding day, or $50, $50, and you can book me for your wedding day. Yeah. And the truth is, and I've you know been working, the, I'm writing a book, and it's part of my book is talking about how do you tell the good wedding vendors from the bad. It's you can tell if somebody is saying you can reserve my services for no money down or for $50 you know, just for a deposit that is so small that what those wedding vendors would do is they would leave the bridal show, go back, meet with the brides, and whatever bride booked the lowest package, and if they couldn't provide a photographer for that day, they would cut that bride off, and they just give her her money back. So here a girl thinks that for no money down or for $50, she is getting a photographer committed to her, and all that photographer was doing was taking her off the market from looking at any other photographers, usually until it's too last minute for her to find another reputable photographer for her wedding date because yeah. there's always more brides than photographers. And I and I found that was the same way. If I um, didn't require a deposit from my brides, from my clients for their weddings, uh, they would then go shop around because yeah. I used to offer just, you know, being poor and working with brides on low budgets and trying to accommodate every kind of wedding, I would say, okay, well, from a good-hearted place, not a sleazy place, you can just put $50 down now and we'll do a payment plan. When I would ask brides to put 50 down, they would then shop around. Yeah. And then they didn't care if they lost $50 with me. So it's so funny that your number's 175 because I was more expensive than you. <laughs> My magic number was 200 yeah. um, But just like how you said, that 175 goes into your total fee, which you said was a $1,500 fee for 
Yep. Some bankruptcy packages. Typically. Yep. Yeah. So if I charged $2,000 for a wedding photography package, the 200 you put down as a retainer went into that 2000 Yep. But, Same thing. Yeah. But it was not, there's just something about that being right around 200 It keeps both sides committed. Yeah. It's just enough money to say, I'm serious about you without making you say, okay, well, here's $1,000. I know nothing about what you do, but now I'm like fully committed, whether you're a good attorney or a good photographer or not. Yeah. yeah. And you and I take our careers and what we do very seriously. Mm-hmm. We're both very passionate about it. And we want to know that the clients we're working with also are passionate about it and take it seriously. Because whether you're doing a Pho- photography session mm-hmm. or whether you're walking someone through a bankruptcy it's a partnership you have to work together and having that person uh, be flippant about it or not have an investment in it whether mm-hmm. it's monetary or whether it's just uh, they've invested their time and their their passion to you then you don't know if they're going to be there throughout the whole thing 50 percent of chapter 13 bankruptcies are unsuccessful because they're three to five years long. I want to know when someone's getting into it with me that they're in it for the whole three That's to five a years. Long term relationship yeah. you are setting up with the client. Exactly. So people should know that too. I had no idea yeah. until just that now that you said that for as long as we've been friends. Yeah. So if you are out there, and especially if you are not in Pennsylvania and you can't use Haley, when you are trying to find somebody to help you with bankruptcy and credit card debt or whatever your debt may be, know that if you're declaring bankruptcy, you're establishing a three to five year relationship. Yep. You if better it's like a chapter your attorney. Yep. Wow. Now, if, if it's a chapter seven, which is the easy one, you mm-hmm. know, you have to qualify based on your income and your assets. We'll only be together for about six months. You know, a couple of those months are preparing all of the documents, and then the entire case is three to four months long. But so many of those people come back, too, for other things. Once their life's back on trap, maybe uh, business formation. I just had a a prior Chapter 7 client come back to me for a new business. Um, I just had... Uh, some people come for an adoption after oh. a chapter seven. So, uh, so life's not over. Life is not over after bankruptcy. It's actually just the start of your new life. Yeah. Your thank God your old life is over when you're ready to file bankruptcy. It is a fresh start. But I need to know that people, my clients, are committed to the process and committed to me as well. I can fire clients as well. I never have <laughs> yet. Yeah. But just keep in mind, you know, this is a partnership. We're working together to make this thing successful. And all you have to do is what we tell you to do. <laughs> and even if you don't, even if you go off and do something, we'll help you fix that too, honestly. Wow. When I hear you talk about how you work with your clients, it's if you're kind to someone and you treat someone like a human being, they'll do the same back to you. And trust is essential. Trust is absolutely essential. You and I both work in fields where, especially when you're working with someone who's not come out yet, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of trust is there because, like you said, if you were to publish those photos without 
I don't know, any sensitivity, just put them on the internet. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's not what they want you to do. Now, I am under attorney-client privilege. I absolutely cannot talk about clients' cases. Uh, there is one time where I could tell someone something that a client has told me, and that's when they said they're going to murder a specific person. I can go to the police or that specific person and say, hey, this this guy said he's going to murder you. I don't even have to say that. That's how strong attorney-client privilege is. So I definitely want to hit that nail on the head. Everything that happens in my office, I call it Vegas. I say, whatever happens here stays here. You even tell me the bad information. Mm -hmm. I am not a cop. I am not a police officer. People see me and go, oh, there's an attorney. I can't tell her the bad stuff or I'll get in trouble. No, I'm the person you want to tell the bad stuff to. So I can tell you how to deal with it. You know, there are so many similarities in what we do. Um, And not to minimize the incredible thing that you're doing as an attorney and how educated you are, but the trust that we work with with people, but also the vulnerability. Mm -hmm. I always tell people I feel like I'm more of a therapist than a photographer because there's something about being put in front of a camera where people feel so raw and so helpless. And that's one of the reasons I loved working in personal injury because people would come in scarred and I'm photographing them scarred. Yeah. They know usually from something that was the worst thing that's ever happened to them and they're completely broken down. But you know, whether I was photographing families or brides or corporate headshots, usually within the first 60 seconds, I meet a complete stranger. They are telling me everything they hate about themselves. And it's just heartbreaking. So for me, whoever I'm working with, you know, they're so raw in front of the camera. I would say 90% of the people I have photographed in my career have not wanted me to photograph them. They're being forced by somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like I'm hired by a company to do company headshots or (laughs) I'm hired by a bride to photograph a bridal party that does not want to be photographed. Um, But, you know, in doing that, I have to instantly show people, no, you are beautiful. You're beautiful on the inside out. I'm here for you. Let's take all that negativity away and let's make this a really joyful experience and celebrate you. But it's amazing that's my job is somebody's completely vulnerable and broken down and I have to build their trust in me and build their confidence in themselves and how and usually what my goal is is that they walk out the door feeling as beautiful as I showed them that they were just from the back of the camera. We do have a lot of similarities in our job. <laughs> how long have I known you? I've never I know. Thought about that. <laughs> well, and actually, to tell the truth, Haley was one of my brides. So. Yeah, and she's still yeah. my friend. So that says yeah. a lot about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have I have photographed every part of life for Haley's yes. since that wedding. But um, yes. but yeah, the the similarities and not to derail and make it, you know, all about me. But it's just when you work with other human beings and it, it you whether you're a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher or a photographer whatever it is you know when you when you have that personal contact experience it's just about love and kindness yeah so oh wow so oh, go well hold on. i was just gonna say i don't think i've ever had someone walk out of my office who hasn't said i feel so much better i can sleep tonight I feel like a weight's been lifted, even if nothing's been done at that point. Just talking it out, getting a plan in place, knowing options, that 
helps people sleep at night. I think sometimes just the unburdening of it, to say it out loud. You know, you you keep so much shame inside of you. And when you say it out loud, you're like, oh, you know what? That's that's not so bad. Yeah. And you know you're not alone. Yeah. And then you actually look at these people and say, yeah, that's not so bad. I've seen worse. Oh, yeah. Whatever the story is, I'm sure you have seen worse. There's always worse out there. (laughs) All right. So I actually wanted to get into so much more in this podcast. I wanted to talk about credit card debt and talk about what you can do with car debt and all those types of things. But we just we we went in on this one and it's been fantastic. So we will have to talk about credit card debt on the next podcast. I'm definitely you're just not going to get away from me. It's going to be like every week we're going to have the Haley robot tip of the week. (laughs) All right. So Haley, um, thank you so much for coming on the show. One last time, if anybody would like to get in touch with you, how can they do that? I'm at CGA Law Firm, so you can look us up online, or my direct line is 717-718-8336, or by email, which is 247-HRORBAUGH, that's R-O-H-R-B-A-U-G-H, at CGALaw.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Thank you for being on the show. I love you, too. Thank you for having me. How would you like an all-access pass to watch all of our interviews and the exclusive Cassandra Storm solo seminar series? To unlock discounts on products and services, adding up to the hundreds or thousands of dollars from our top experts. All this can be yours for just $9 a month, and you can cancel at any time. Sign up today at MyFeminineHeart.com. We are so excited to share this journey with you.